You're listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. The views and opinions shared on this program don't necessarily reflect those of Citywide Home Loans. Citywide Home Loans, LLC, NMLS 67180. David Hosterman, NMLS 220562. Jonathan Edwards, NMLS 671258. Equal housing lender. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Call for additional cost information. Program qualifications and offerings are subject to change at any time. Not all that apply will qualify. Other restrictions may apply. Good morning and welcome back to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. I'm David Hosterman with Citywide Home Loans alongside John Edwards, also with Citywide Home Loans. In the studio this this morning, we have the luxury of having our MVP guest host, Luis Gonzalez with Brokers Guild Real Estate. This is the show that brings you today's most relevant real estate insights and experiences from in the industry's most dedicated players. John, always love having Lewis Gonzalez. Lewis back on the show. Lewis is more or less committed, Dave, to about a to a once a month show with us, which I'm psyched about. I tell you what, I can't put up with more than one one time a month with y'all. Oh, come on, <laughs> Lewis. You guys beat me up and tear me down and I go home and my wife has to build me back up and bring me Bring me napkins because I'm crying from the show. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't bring Be- Becky into the show today. Well, Usually you do. She's actually in your office right now working. Oh, okay. She, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Good for She's her. not coming back again after the last time she was on, and Dave kept kept asking her questions. <laughs> Dave makes her sweat. <laughs> gave her stage fright. That's right. Uh, anyways, for our listeners out there tuning in, Louis Gonzalez with Brokers Guild Real Estate, in my opinion, the best in the business. Not one of the best. The best in the business. By far one of the most knowledgeable agents out there. Has an amazing team of agents at Brokers Guild. Great management team, including Linda, Rick, Carrie, and Jim. You know, four of the best in the business as well. So, John, why don't you do us a favor and tell our listeners what's on tap for today's show? Absolutely. We have some great topics to discuss today, including the risks of purchasing new build homes, effects of deferred maintenance on an appraisal, and the potential pitfalls of choosing not to do a walkthrough before closing on your new home. Stay tuned for a triple play of Denver's hottest listings. Got to throw out our quick yellow card of the show that Citywide Home Loans and Brokers Guild Real Estate are not affiliated entities. Listeners are not required to use either participant to work with the other participant. And Citywide Home Loans has no affiliation with the Federal Housing Administration or the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Great to be together back on the show here. It is. It so, is. Again, we have Luis Gonzalez, our MVP guest host on the show. Lewis, do us a favor. I know you've been on the show a lot, but we do have some new listeners out there. Do us a favor and tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself, some of your past experiences, stuff like that. Well, I've, I've been in the business for about 24 years now. Um, you know, just like most agents out there, they, they get their feet wet with their starting brokerage and then kind of float around to, to see what fits their model and their culture uh, when building their business. So, yeah, I've... I've, I've, I've feel I've seen it all out there. I think every single brokerage out there does an absolutely fantastic job at at uh, doing what they do with, with real estate and their agents. Um, our culture at Brokers Guild Real Estate, I, I would hope, is the same as everybody else's, which is, you know, take care of your buyers and your sellers, clear and precise communication, have good lenders like, like uh, you and your team with Citywide Home Loans, in my opinion, uh, the best out there. That's why we have 
uh, the relationship we'd have with you guys as our preferred lender. And um, um, that's that's about it in a nutshell, guys. I think the one thing you're missing is the motto at Brokers Guild. One team, one vision. And, Lewis, can you explain to me your your thought process behind that, not just from a Brokers Guild company standpoint, but as the industry as a whole? That's right. Uh, we, we came up with that quite a few years ago, and uh, the meaning behind it is it's not just the Brokers Guild real estate agents. It's it's everyone out there, the, the Kellers of the world, the Remaxes, EXPs, Compass, every single brokerage out there. Uh, working as a team, you know, there's too many transactions, and you guys probably uh, experienced this, where you know both agents are at at ends with each other, having reactionary strikes, not truly trying to get to the closing table uh, in the most efficient manner. Whether you know they, they get emotionally involved, and when that happens, buyers and sellers feel the consequences of that. Listen, we're we're not in a in a business where it's rocket science. Sellers want a certain price for their home. Buyers want to sit, pay a certain price. And it's a matter of a high level of social cues between all parties. Totally. 100% agree. And I think, you know, to to chime in a little bit about that, I think a lot of that goes to the original founder, Dave Killian, uh, from Brokers Guild. And, you know, may God rest his soul. Um, his vision was the same concept. His vision was we're one team as an industry within the real estate world. So let's help educate not just the general public about buying and selling properties, but let's educate one another on the, how the real estate process should work. That's exactly right. And he started the company, what, was it 1978, Lewis? <laughs> he, 1978, yes. A ways back. It is. Right. It is. And, and one thing right. I have to uh, thank you guys for is uh, David was really into education. And, um, you know, I, I kind of got to let that get away from me uh, with the company um, and then we had created a, a, our relationship with you and, and Citywide Home Loans. And, Dave, you were adamant about um, yeah. education, in-house education, mm-hmm. uh, inviting all agents from all brokerages over to the company. And what you've developed for uh, Brokers Guild and our team, along with Jonathan, um, is more than impressive. I, I appreciate that. And for any agents out there listening, you can RSVP to any of our awesome classes that we offer at BrokersGuildED.com. Com. Hey, John, why don't you start the kickoff here and kick off the first half of the show? Yeah, absolutely. And before we dive into, you know, purchasing a brand new home, Lewis, tell us a little bit about what you're seeing, what your agents are experiencing out there in the real estate market right now. Yeah, well, you know, I I, I think we're stabilized now. I'm not sure if you guys would agree with me with that. Uh, our numbers do show that um, uh, with the metrics that we pull. But at the end of the day, I, I think new builds are fantastic. I really do. Uh, new build contracts are geared towards the protection of the builder. That's that's the only thing that uh, you have to be on high alert for. And and at the end of the day, when you have a buyer purchasing a new build home, show up to the sales office with them. Go ahead and sign up with that pink sheet. Register your name so there's no questions uh, about who the agent was and, and getting paid at closing. Uh, but But buyers should plan on... Losing that earnest money, for lack of a better word, um, yes. you know, because to get out of a new build contract, uh, th- th- there's really no way to get out of it unless it's it's uh, you know uh, cause for the builder with something that they did, and I'm sure you guys have experienced that before too, where they want to cancel uh, because of a de- defect, but you have to allow the builder to cure that defect, um, you know, whether it's walkthroughs, uh, pre dirt phase, uh, during the build phase, foundation. Uh, all that good stuff. Well, it's funny you bring this up 
because there was a client that we pre-approved back in September. And the client ended up going with a new build property and chose to go with the new build lender because the lender was providing all these incentives. September, so that's October, November, December, January, February, March, April, seven months later, the client calls us up and says the lender can't get the loan done. So the contract falls in our lap. We, we get an updated verification of employment on the client. Her company has reduced her hours, has not allowed her to work overtime, and has not provided bonuses because the company is in the midst of filing bankruptcy. So now she doesn't qualify. So to Lewis's point, it's not on us at this point. It's on her to try to figure out if she can get out of the contract because the builder's lender couldn't get the loan done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that happens and uh that's that's well said too. You know, buyers uh builders lenders, they do have their incentives. Uh, however, I do uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I, I do recommend that they speak with an outside lender as well, uh like like mm-hmm. your team, uh Citywide Home Loans. Uh just to compare uh, you know, whether you're interest rate driven or payment driven, a lot of the times those incentives do not make sense. Yes, totally. 100% agree. Yeah, I, I think there's pros and cons to new builds, right? So I think a lot of people maybe don't initially think about a new build when they're thinking about buying a new home. And then maybe they're driving by in the neighborhood that they like. And, and hey, there's some new homes going up and they and they go and they check them out. And all of a sudden that that becomes part of their uh, repertoire in terms of what they're going to be looking at. There's some pros and cons, though, to a new build, right? I mean, obviously, a new build theoretically comes with all brand new stuff, and hopefully you don't have any maintenance, right? That's right. You know, a new build looks good, smells good, feels good. You have your new appliances. You have your upgrades. You have a new neighborhood, um, you know, typically, the you know, new schools and stores and, and all that good stuff. Uh thing about it is it's going to be, you know, naked and bare, the landscape, uh, you know, trees and, and landscaping is included in the backyard. So there's a little bit of budgeting that goes along with that. Personally, I, I love new builds. I think they're uh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, but again, it's to teach their own um, at the end of the day. One, one benefit we see with new builds, guys, is the insurance premiums. The That's prop- true. Property yep. insurance premiums are significantly lower on a new build property because the insurance company is looking at this property and saying this thing was just built like lewis said the appliances are new the you know everything in the property is new and and many times the builder provides a home warranty associated with like the first year first two years of the property Mm -hmm. so the insurance company looks at that as less risk on their end so they're providing insurance policies that are much cheaper than resale properties. And uh, I'm not sure what timing, guys, but I think it's important to talk about the property taxes. If you could quickly let us know how that works because of qualification purposes. <laughs> so and- you bring up a valid point. When we're pre-qualifying a client or pre-approving a client, we're going to use 1% of the sales price as the total yearly tax amount. So if a $500,000 house is going to the taxes, we're going to estimate at $5,000 a year. Now, you have to be careful on that because the taxes are currently being assessed just based off of the dirt because there's no dwelling on the property for the county to assess that. So what we do is once it gets further into underwriting, processing, and closing specifically, we are doing what is called a mill levy adjustment on that. 
and that's how we are determining the property taxes. Now, consumers also need to be careful about looking at, you know, like special district fees and special district zoning charges. You know, like there's a lot of properties out there where they may have to pay not only an HOA, but they may also have to pay an additional monthly fee to like a wet West Metro district for the, for the sewer, for the water. You're seeing that more prevalent in Boulder, Stapleton, areas of Littleton. Um, so, you, you know, you de- definitely want to look at those, those special district fees. Excellent, guys. Great information. Uh, Lewis, one of the things that you had mentioned the new build contract earlier, and one of the things that we see, uh, or the first thing we notice on a new build contract is, first of all, it's not the Colorado purchase agreement contract, right? That's right. Who puts the new build contract together? Their attorneys. Their attorneys. That's right. So it's safe to say that probably that contract is there, uh, and it's going to be a little bit more beneficial towards the builder than it is for the buyer. It is, and, and that's kind of um sensitive area. Builders are not out there to get the consumers. I think they're out there to, to you protect know, themselves. To protect themselves and, and continue and to do work. That, right? That's right. I mean, you have to understand in, in the builder world, there's a lot of upfront cost um, uh, that, that they, sure. you know, they're, yeah. they're buying land 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, it takes a lot of money, millions and millions of dollars to develop land. Yeah. And uh, so when they do, when they start subdividing and, and all that good stuff, uh, putting you know water lines in electrical power, what they call the loop. Um, you know they don't want loosey goosey buyers. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. what tends to happen. A buyer will go, they'll go under contract. At least thirty years ago, that's what used to happen, and then they'd bail. You know, one month before the home is complete. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And so, uh, one question that I had too was on the uh, for the commission uh, for builders. Typically, uh, the agents are going to experience a little bit lower commission. Um, is that is that pretty typical? And if there's no commission or if it's low enough, does the buyer come up with a difference in the commission or how does that work? Yeah, well, the environment that we've been in for the past five years certainly has changed that. Uh, it was very attractive to bring buyers to uh, builders um, pre-COVID. Uh, you know, they, they paid upwards of 3% and uh, that changed. I mean, <laughs> we've seen it where they were taking away commissions. You guys were part of this and experienced yep. that. Yeah. So I think that they're back up there to 28 to 3%. They realize that real estate agents are an important part of selling their homes. Um, so, no, um, I, I think it's fair. Um, I, I don't think there's many out there that aren't paying that. But if there is, you certainly can ask your buyer to um, uh, pay your commission. I wouldn't recommend it on a new bill because there's very little done that um, that um, uh, buyer's agents need to do with new builds. Yeah, um, without question. Yeah, no, I, great, great information as always, Lewis. You are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Denver, 1600 AM. Check out past episodes on our podcast at denversports.com. For mortgage information or questions, give us a call at Citywide Home Loans at 303-921-5747. If you'd like to get in touch with Lewis Gonzalez from Brokers Guild Real Estate about anything real estate related, highly encourage you to give them a call at 303-752-0007.
John, I think we got a triple play of Denver's hot listings going. We do, Dave. We've got some great listings today. My first one here is an excellent agent with Brokers Guild, Moema Shortridge. This one's at 14169 East Dickinson Drive, Unit E in Aurora. It's on the market at 272000 a beautiful condo, uh, just over 700 square feet, one bed, one bath. Uh, four-minute walk to the light rail at Isle of Station, located in a park-like setting. This is a beautiful, beautiful property. And if you'd like some more information on this one, give Moema Shortridge a call at 303-717-6243. I got a great one here, John and Lewis. This is an excellent agent over at Brokers Guild as well, Viet Lee. Uh, Viet has a listing at 4475 Laguna Place, Unit 203 in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, this property is listed perfectly at $550,000. This is an amazing 1,300 two square feet, two-bedroom, two-bath condo. Has a lot of upgrades, including granite counters, stainless steel appliances, tile floors in the kitchen, and talk about amenities. This place has an amazing clubhouse and a fitness center. It also has underground parking with an with an additional storage unit, which is huge for Boulder. So if you want to get in touch with Viet Lee from Brokers Guild about this listing, give Viet a call at 303-618-9586 and tell Viet that Dave and John sent you. All right, Dave, and finally, Angel Hernandez with Paisano Realty has a really cool property at 5605 West Mississippi Avenue in Lakewood. It's a single-family residence, but it is mixed-use property, and some possible redevelopment opportunities on this one or a fix-and-flip potentially. You definitely want to reach out to Angel to get some more information on this property. It's just over 1,200 square feet, two-bed, one-bath, single-family residence. Call Angel Hernandez at 303-455-2555 and get some more information on this unique property. Talk about a legend. In the in the Denver, no kidding, Angel right? Hernandez Paisano Realty, they've been doing this game for a long time. You couldn't go wrong working with those guys over at Paisano Realty. All right, guys, great information so far, Lewis. Thanks so much for your input on the new builds. Let's shift gears a little bit here. Let's talk a little bit about deferred maintenance. Can you explain to us what that term means? Yeah, I mean, you know. Deferred maintenance, you have a homeowner that doesn't take care of anything with their home, unfortunately. Paint, yeah. um, you know, flooring, windows, um, uh, you know, f- uh, anything that has to do with the, with the property, whether it's landscaping. Just general or, upkeep, know. right? That's right. That's yeah. right. And um, we ran into a situation. Um, actually, this would be an interesting question for you guys. It was a uh, refinance, and uh, I was asked to do a BPO for these guys, someone in my neighborhood. And uh, I did without seeing the inside of the home. And uh, the appraisal came back 30000 less than I had provided with uh, recent sales in the area. And uh, the, I asked him to send the appraisal. And there was uh, flooring issues in the home that he got nicked with as well as uh, kitchen appliances not working. I don't know if that's normal. Um, have you guys heard of that before? Uh, we, you know, I had asked for, for a dispute on it. He actually had called the appraiser which was through a credit union and uh, that's what was told that's definitely interesting to hear that uh i think to me it sounds like it was a second mortgage of some sort correct 
Dave, I think you're absolutely right. Yes. If I were to guess, I, I it don't... was probably a second mortgage. So they're they're going to take on more risk being in second position in title. So they're going to be utilizing more conservative appraisers, more conservative underwriters, more conservative guidelines when it comes to doing loans. Um, to answer your quest- question specifically, I think that particular appraiser is doing a lot of nitpicking. Um, the appliances should be in working order, but they don't necessarily have to be for a conventional loan. Uh, you don't even need to have appliances in the property for a conventional loan. When you're talking about a government loan, such as an FHA, VA, or USDA, there are certainly appliance-specific components. Yeah, uh, great information, guys. I'd hopefully, <laughs> hopefully everybody learned something new today on that one. So I think kind of the moral of the story there, Lewis, is um, if you own a home and you're thinking about selling it or maybe even doing a refinance, right, um, take those things into consideration. If, if there's stuff that hasn't been done on the house and it is – it is obvious to an appraiser they can see those. I mean, an appraiser is not there to be an inspector, right? They're there to go through the house to make sure that the number of bedrooms are correct, that the house is in good order. But if the house looks nice and it's upgraded, that's probably going to help. That's right. But also, you know, when you're a homeowner, take pride in your home. It's an investment. That too. You see? That so. too. 100% agree. And I think getting back to the appraisal aspect, guys, I want to chime in a lot, a little bit for agents out there and our buyers out there is, you know, when you're talking about a government loan, FHA, VA, or USDA, they are going to be more conservative on those appraisals. They're going to look at peeling paint is always a major deferred maintenance item. If there's peeling paint, they are going to require that to be fixed before closing. If there are broken windows, they are going to require that to be fixed before closing. If there are fire protection or not fire protection, theft protection windows that lock, they will require those to be fixed before closing because of fire danger. So you definitely want to make sure that your house is ready to be, you know, sold and that everything is in working order for the most part. On the other hand, this is exactly what investors are looking for, right, Lewis? You've done some investments and fix and flips in the past. I mean, this is the type of house that you can buy at a discount, fix it up, and sell it at a premium, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, investors love those style of homes. All right. They do. Finally, let's discuss the importance of a buyer's walkthrough prior to closing. And so if you're not familiar with the whole process of purchasing a home, basically one of the last things you do as the buyer is you walk through the home you are about to close on. And typically that takes place the morning of closing. Maybe it's the day before, but typically it's the morning of. And you're just kind of walking through. It's called a walkthrough for a reason to make sure that nothing looks terribly out of place. Is that about right, Lewis? That's right. Very elementary, uh, but I I highly recommend it. There's a lot of agents that do not do that. And then subsequent to closing, all of a sudden the agent gets a call and says, hey, the you know, these stainless steel appliances that were here are now white appliances, you <laughs> yeah. know, or, you know, that 85-inch uh, TV they had on the wall is gone along with the brackets with huge holes in the wall. Or, you know, if it's a rural property, the tractor may be gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know where this is going. Do, do you want me to tell the story? Yeah, tell the story. Well, we we couldn't have Lewis on the okay. show without talking about, about the, tractor the tractor story. story. All right. It's like that Seinfeld episode, the tractor incident I with Terry's you. girlfriend. The I, tractor incident. I tell you. All right, y'all. 
So I, I, I've known these guys forever. They call me out almost on every single show. Uh, my rookie year, I ended up selling my best friend's parents' home in Sedalia. Uh, in the barn was a gorgeous John Deere tractor. Again, this was my first transaction. Uh, long story short, I don't, we don't have a lot of time. Got to the closing table, and the opposing agent says in front of all parties, Hey, uh, Lewis, where's the key to the John Deere? We have plenty of time. Yeah, you can keep yeah. going on and on about this, as, as As soon as I was done with my heart palpitations and sweating profusely, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I screwed up. Uh, it was considered personal property. Um, I did talk to uh, my brokerage at the time, which was uh, Metro Brokers, fantastic company. And uh, I ended up surrendering my entire commission check to buy a like-kind John Deere tractor. $18,000, by the way. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, so, yeah, be careful out there, Life's guys. Life's full of important lessons, yeah. isn't it, Lewis? So, again, call me if you guys have any questions. <laughs> so, so make sure you do your walkthrough properly. Exactly. No, we but have heard was, some. But, but that was back That was back in 1952. Yeah, so I mean, that was so long ago. Here it goes again. Um, so yes, moral of the story, do your walkthrough. We have heard a number of disasters. I've heard uh, numerous flood stories where randomly actually the morning of, they actually did the walkthrough and there was, um, basement flooding that had happened. There was a new build where it had rained the day before and there was water coming through the sliding glass door. Um, so it's just not a bad idea to take the extra time to go walk through the house and just make sure that nothing's terribly out of order within the house. That's right. And, and I'm not sure if you guys know this, but my, my I, I have a fear now of tractors. <laughs> I, I did not. What's that day. phobia called? <laughs> you are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Denver 1600. Check out past episodes on our podcast at denversports.com. For mortgage questions and information, give us a call at 303-921-5747. And if you'd like to get in touch with Lewis Gonzalez with Brokers Guild Real Estate about buying or selling your next home, Lewis can be reached at 303-752-0007. So with this being a sports show, guys, you know, Lewis, Dylan's getting into skiing. He is, yeah. Took him. I'm embarrassed to say this because you guys know he's an yeah. athlete. Uh, took him skiing for the first time last weekend. Had an old friend of mine uh, that did uh, racing back in the day. He ended up teaching Dylan that day. He was on the Blues by that afternoon. There you wow. go. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we're going takes again a, this weekend, and takes a lot longer to get to the mountains driving a tractor, doesn't I, it? Oh man, <laughs> how much longer we have on this show? So anyway, you know, we got a great Easter Sunday tomorrow, guys. Yeah, super pumped up to watch the last last round of the Masters. Absolutely, one heck of a tournament thus far. Yeah, uh, Rockies had their home opener, so baseball season is right in the thick of things. Uh, going to the game on Monday, so pretty excited about that. Avs Nuggets are in the playoffs. Oh man, they both Clinch. clinched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, nuggets have home court. Advantage. They're looking good. Yeah, yeah. Except against um, who did they play the other day? Uh, Houston. Worst team in the league. They lost. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Imagine taking the money line on that one. <laughs> what made you think I did that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely some good sports. I feel like the spring season's upon us. My yeah. son's uh, in the thick of lacrosse, so their team's kicking butt. Go Littleton Thunder lacrosse. Got to love that program. Got to love the sports, the youth sports. Yeah. I, I love the, the competition. I love the program. So definitely something very cool out there. I got a quick question. Yeah. 
What, what what seats do you have this year at the Rockies games? Uh, any I, I already know the answer. Any <laughs> listeners, any listeners out there that want to see me on TV to be able to put a face to the name, tune in Monday to the Rockies and you'll see us in seats one through five behind home plate. Be there careful you though, y'all. He's got a face for radio. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like Lewis has got a face for John Deere. <laughs> you gotta love it. Gotta love it. What else, what other sports, guys? I think that's it. I think uh, my three-year-old has a soccer game this weekend. She's pretty psyched about it. Nice. Nice. That's all I got. Weather's turning, guys. Uh, Spring season is upon us. So agents out there, give us a call if you have any questions. Thank you for tuning in to the MVP Real Estate Mortgage Report. If you have a question about financing your next home or refinancing your current mortgage, give us a call at Citywide Home Loans at 303-921-5747. Don't miss next week's show airing right here on ESPN Denver 1600 Saturday at 7 a.m. You can find past episodes on our podcast at denversports.com.